This podcast is brought to you by Prevention Code Neige NDG and the Tab Jeunesse NDG. Subscribe now to the Deb Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And please, give us a five-star rating. Hi, my name is Lynn Worrell. I'm the founder of a community organization called Word, writing our rhymes down, and I am a youth worker at the Calful Jeunesse Emploi of NDG. Hi, my name is Carl Thomas. I'm a community worker for Prevention Codenege NDG, and welcome to The Dep. The Dep, a podcast about community service work in your neighborhood. I will never buy an elliptical. I will never want to spend money or spend time at home on an elliptical, so... It might sound cheesy, but I'm doing that for 15 minutes. And I do these little intervals with intensity. Then I'm doing like bicep curls just because I want to do something muscular. But I don't know. I, that's what I need. That's my choice. I got to figure out like some weight training. I did some like tricep things like this guy. <laughs> and then um, and then I do a machine. And I did this guy. Like, oh my God. Oh, the rowing. My arms are just sore. But listen, if it's working for you, it's working for you, right? The important thing like, is to keep yeah, moving. Yeah, my favorite part about going to the gym is half an hour. I just feel so smart. Exactly. Like you I said, mean, you're not on your smart, phone. You're not on your phone. You're not scrolling. You put yourself a playlist and it's a go. Like, yeah. No, scrolling is a real challenge. Is that a challenge for you? Nah, I, I, I try to usually just put a podcast when I do my little home things, my home workouts. And like, I just listen to the pod and I just keep moving or like put like a, a, a like dope, dope playlist that, that gets you moving and pumped, you know, some violent stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then it keeps me going. So, yo, let's start. Let's start. Yes. Uh, this is the check in. Yeah. We haven't done a check in. In a minute, so it's like the yeah. perfect timing. We had the hip hop festival. Did you enjoy that? I did. The hip hop you don't stop festival yeah. was good. I really enjoyed the art show that you organized. The art fair, baby. The art oh, fair, baby. I love this. You're like a curator. Like you're like a community <laughs> curator. They don't even know. I don't even know about Carl Thomas's art show experiences. Yeah, that was dope. You know, that's, that's, the reason, that's the reason why I went on the Dep podcast profile and I switched it to the Dep media. Because like, yeah, like that we that, do. Because I was telling someone to get up on the Dep podcast. I'm like, I guess we're Dep media now. Yeah, yeah, Dep media. But, but the podcast is still the same. It's still called the Dep podcast. But like, I think like our, our page could represent like a little bit more as, you know, we're engaged in the community. You have like Project Word uh you know you're you're working with a youth group uh you're at the cje so that presents already a collective that brings organizations together you sit at the tab jeunesse so i think we might be a little bit more than just podcasting you know but podcasting is 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 our medium of communication but i think this is fair enough to be like the dead podcast is you know the dead media like we we post different things on it too so it's kind of cool yeah, the, that I did that, and then I also did the Saturday at Shelly Kent. Okay, you went? Oh, nice. How yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah, because Word had two, um, had a big role there. That's where we launched our our first animated music video called Rolls, Rolls Royce Choices. Rolls Royce Choices. Mm. I don't know how they wrapped it. Rolls Royce Choices. 
Rolls Royce horses. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that was from uh, two of our participants um, at, in the school year. We made a, uh, uh, I made a video from D-Shade. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then we had two participants from our summer program form. And yeah, it was all beautiful and lovely. And yeah, I didn't go to the Sunday though. I needed to um, take care of business. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Like, uh, I didn't go to the Saturday or Sunday actually. Like my like my body was just dead. Like mm-hmm. from from moving gigantic uh, benches to create a terrace on Friday. Like my back was like stiff, stuck. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday came and, and we still had like a bunch of stuff left at the gallery. So I had to close out the contract, pick up a bunch of things. And then by the time I got home, I was like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to study. So, yeah. Um, but supposedly okay. I missed out like uh, Adeline, Adeline from the art fair. So yeah. the other collaborator, organizer of the art fair, she went and she said like it was really uh, L'Union Française. It was really nice. On the Sunday? Yeah, on the Sunday. Like, it, it was something, like, uh, worth seeing, definitely. Nice. So props to, to the hip-hop festival for making it happen because the rain. It was because of the rain. They had to move location. Uh, that's insane, though. That's cool that she went because that is someone who is just, like, exclusively in the art scene. Exactly. Through yeah. your connection that she got more curious about the community and now she's going uh to hip-hop you don't stop for her own reasons you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um she also was like actually on the sunday the participant that was in our program for the artist residency that's another example like we just kind of like put it out there that we're doing this artist residency and then a teacher at marymount high school referred him to our program he got involved in the program. He saw some of his homies at NBS. And then so he's like all hooked in. Nice. Because like, these, these, everyone that I'm talking about are minors. So I don't necessarily have permission to use their name. So that's why I'm not saying their name. But For sure. anyways, but then I saw that he was active um, in uh, the hip hop. You don't stop on the Sunday. Like he went on his own to the hip hop. You don't stop. Okay. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Creating connections, networking. Yeah, and also like going on your own. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, another thing I did the previous weekend in NDG was the defund the police. It was defund the police, like that was at Girard, right? That was at Girard Park mm-hmm. on the sun and the Saturday before that. So we're talking about the tenth of September. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting. There was a really big, there was a big turnout. There was an actual really big turnout. Okay, nice. Uh, they had different themes about policing and gentrification. Yeah. They had policing in schools and why, like, the presence of police in schools is something to pay attention to. Um, I sat in, they also had um, another, actually, there's a dope uh, podcast called Woke or Whatever. And it's they the hosts of that podcast um, were uh, there talking about the importance of Black feminism and the voice of that um, through podcasts. Mm-hmm. 
And then um, I sat in a conversation about gun violence and demystifying a lot of things around what is happening. Um, and uh, there was Sven's uh, thematic. I, I also saw who's a big organizer in Little Burgundy with Desta and working mm. with people coming out of incarceration. Yeah, I saw him. And I also saw him at the Dear Jackie um, movie. Which oh my so- God, yes. Nice. Yeah, so I saw, I saw, we saw that together, but I saw it a second time at United Church in Little Burgundy. Yeah, every, the whole weekend people kept uh, talking to me about that. Like I went to, to a friend's birthday party and the majority of them are born and raised in Little Burgundy. And they were like, oh, have you seen Dear Jackie? And I'm like, yeah, so I saw it. That yeah, yeah, they went to that screening because they got invited because they lived in a community and, and they received the invite personally. So it was like, I don't know who did that, but that was really cool because like they felt like so Probably attached. And friend, Fevin. Yeah, yeah, Fevin is dope. Yeah, we should definitely catch some ball games again. Yeah, yeah. So, so they told me like they were amazed, they were moved. Like, uh, you know, some of the the majority of them knew a little bit of the history of the neighborhood. I think, I think because of their parents probably gave out the information or them seeking knowledge. But uh, they said like it was really amazing. So, for the listeners, for the listeners out there, if you haven't seen Dear Jackie, it's a must. Like, it's a must. And the best way to find out the latest and greatest of Dear Jackie is to go on their Instagram and their Instagram is, let me just pull it up real quick. It's coming. And in case you're wondering who is Jackie, they're talking about Jackie Robinson. Yeah. So it's, uh, the handle is Dear Jackie Phil. And yeah, they just got a selection from the Lemonberg Dock Festival. Dope, dope. Uh, that was just uh, four days ago. And uh, on, their, on their Instagram, they have a lot of different features of people who are important in Little Burgundy. And then the whole movie is a really interesting metaphor. It goes with, so Jackie Robinson being the first person to break the color barrier in the Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he did that, he actually played for Montreal before they had the Expos, the Mount mm-hmm. Royal, Montreal Royals. And, uh, you know, coming from the States at the time that he did, he was like very well received and Montreal was very proud to have him. And he just felt so welcome that he was like, he felt, he thought very highly of Montreal. And there's even like, if you go on stay in the hall, there's like there's like uh, murals of Jackie Robinson in Montreal. But um, this metaphor is, is as much as Jackie Robinson might have thought uh, that it's like a post racial society in Montreal. It kind of puts a spotlight about like what was happening back then and what continues to happen, and like and it ends up being a beautiful documentary. And you know, I have to say, like. Everyone owes some kind of like Montreal. I, anyone who like is proud about the Montreal scene, the jazz fest, mm-hmm. and all this like that's all because of Burgundy. Like there wouldn't be jazz yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, there wouldn't be jazz in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Burgundy. 
So like everyone who's like, oh, mais c'est tellement chouette le jazz festival. C'est chouette. <laughs> like anyone who's saying that needs to show respect and watch this movie about Little Burgundy because yeah. they talk about jazz culture, tap culture, the connection to Harlem, yeah. New York, uh-huh. and um, and just the significance of that. You know. What was what was your favorite part in the in the Dear Jackie? Actually, I, I remember. So it's kind of kind of funny. I actually knew a bunch of people in the movie. I don't know. It was yeah, like, same, same. Yeah, yeah. I seen a couple of guys I played ball with in my youth, and I was like, oh, oh, I know this guy. Yeah, yeah. So I actually uh, shout out to Jesse Chase. Jesse Chase, if you're listening to this, that's the guy who was playing the trumpet. Mm. And who mm-hmm. was making those? Uh, who was selling that? Like food outside of his apartment like mm-hmm. food growing that mm-hmm. growing thing he actually used to work on word with me okay but uh another person i knew was it was he was only in one scene uh sasha it was at the beginning when he was talking to the professor oh yeah 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 like, doing research and then he's like and then they kind he's of like word word like, i i love that moment i love that moment it was just like so honest. I'm so happy that it was. It didn't really add to the storyline, but it really connects. To, like it took a moment to like just like instead of it always being facts, like it had a moment of joy. You know, That's like true. what like it means to be in a community, and it was intergenerational. It was That's true. That 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 was really cool. That was really cool. How that was you, like. What was your favorite part of the? Um, no lie, during the movie of Dear Jackie. Um, we went to the screening together. I, I got emotional when um, the boxer, like the boxer, uh, the boxer, like his story. Like I really got emotional when, um, you know, they were showing um, him at his prime, him at his youth. And then, uh, you know, his family members are like sitting, they're all playing dominoes. And then someone goes, uh, oh, look at that. And, 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 you know, he, he, he's an older man at, at that period of time. It's the present tense. And he goes, uh, who's that? And they go, it's you. And he's like, that's me? And they're like, yeah. Like, the fact that, you know, he didn't remember that he was like a neighborhood legend. Uh, you know, I, I, I think he went to the Olympics, right? If I'm not mistaken. Or am I mistaken? Um, I... Yeah, I think. But he was a high-profile athlete. Was, I don't know if it was the boxer or if it was. But I know he was like a like high-profile athlete, mm-hmm. and you know they were showing showing uh, showcasing footage of him. You know, handsome fella, uh, just enjoying life, and then you see him like you know in his older days. It really got to me. And and my favorite person in that movie is the professor. The professor, I love. I love like his stories. Um, so he was at the screening. At oh the screening my god! Church. Okay, okay, okay. That's um, amazing. The woman who was, um, you know, the one who got like I don't want to give spoilers, but there's the yeah, yeah. I know, I know who you're talking about. The one. Uh, he was there. Yeah. The little girl was there. She um, was so adorable. Oh yeah. Again, yeah. people, you guys got to go see and Dear the Jackie. The radio host was there too, mm. and then Charlene. Uh, the one, remember, we were sitting right in front of her in the screen. Mm. The mother who lost her yeah. son. Yeah. Actually, two sons. Um, yeah. Anyways, but like, yeah, uh, he's he's a really he was he's ninety four. He's that that professor is ninety. He's ninety four. Yeah. Oh my lord! They started. They started recording some of that scene. The one with Sasha that I was telling you yeah. about him. 
that actually was recorded before the pandemic. So he was like walking around. Now he's in a wheelchair. Oh. But you know what? I just want to say, like, I I think like I've had I've had members of my family in their very old age who just like have some serious Alzheimer's and they just like don't remember who I am and yeah. they don't even remember how old they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to like shout out to people who are living that reality because one thing I saw my grandparents, my grandma, my grandpa particularly is that his body still wanted to be alive. Like, mm. he still wanted, he was still curious, even though he, he's like, I knew he didn't know who I was, but he was just so happy that he had company. <laughs> and he knew that I wanted to be That's safe. good, yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I remember, like, he lived up to 100, and I remember, like, visiting him, and I'm like, Grandpa, it's your 100th birthday. And he's like, oh, that's marvelous. Yeah. And then, like, the next second, I'd be like, Grandpa, did you know it's your 99th birthday? He's like, Wow, that's marvelous. So it's just an opportunity to recreate these moments, just Mm -hmm. a moment of joy, you know? So Ooh, I I like that concept though, like that concept of recreate these these small gaps of memories and highlight that. That's kind of cool. And and it's effortless. You just gotta repeat yourself. I love repeating. Yeah. Like so like I think it's kind of I think we have this really high emphasis of high performing bodies Mm -hmm. like you know and when you're not in this high performing body you're not like as valued in society so I just want to shout out everyone whatever body whatever mental space whatever memory whatever age you're in uh thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) we see you (laughs) but yeah no it's it's fine like and you know what that kind of goes like on, on my grandfather's 100th birthday you know what he actually did with the cake right in front of him what he slept he slept i have a picture of him like what do you mean he slept he's sitting in the in his wheelchair like this like his head's down and he's snoring he's like full nap so all of this doesn't matter like yeah. the timing of the yeah. meeting doesn't matter exactly like, you know, like, and then oh. everything is fleeting like even your accomplishments like those are fleeting so just like soak up everything you know The queen died. <laughs> right? She's getting buried right now. She might even be underground already. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's like, it's weird. Well, well first, first, does it represent something to you? Because for me, it doesn't. I, I'm completely disconnected from that reality. No disrespect to anyone. Um, yeah. Everyone's values are different. I, I completely understand that. It just for my sake, I'm speaking uh, personally. Like, I have no connection. So when that happened, and people were sending me, uh, yeah, to that point, like text messages. Uh, I was like, what? Okay. All right. So like, I, you know, it, it just, I didn't connect with, uh, me, I, I definitely was shocked. Like it's mm. weird. I, you know what? This is the thing. You thought she was a vampire. Like, didn't you? I don't, I don't need a monarch. Mm. I don't need a monarch. I don't need, um, cause like, you know, we are actually working right now and a part of the hourly our hours that we're doing right now is actually going to get a cut to the, to the monarch. You know what I mean? Like Canada pays money to me now the King, you know? So I, and it's just like rich people uh, with a legacy of colonization and just like this, like false narrative that they're like superior because of their bloodline. It's just like, you know, like the queen in the Anglican church, the only one above her 
well, now I'll say the king because because um, we're already the minute she died, it's already King Charles. Like, yeah, it was right away. There was there wasn't even a breath. Yeah, of, like, it was right away. Like, yeah, yeah. No monarch, king, immediately. Yeah. It's already King Wasting Charles. no time, so yeah. It goes God, the King Charles, and then all the other... That's how the church is organized. Yeah, I think she really missed a lot of... I don't, I don't, need, I don't need a monarch. I don't really... It's just funny. Like, I don't want that. I don't care for it. But then you also are just living in a world where that is existing. And mm-hmm. so she's very much in the background like she's not something in my head but her presence is everywhere like I'm, i was driving to work and like i go by the hospital and right by home, all the flights half mass then i take a left on 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 de Maisonneuve and the shriners uh you know there's like this like there's this uh senior like the sh- shriners i don't know if i'm saying this right but there's an organization that also has a, a, a Canadian flag at half mast. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and they're Quebec flags at half mast. It's just like, it's just like, she still has this like presence, like even in my life. Like, she doesn't matter, but like, and again, it's in the backdrop. It's not like I'm like, it's just like, wow, that's an individual. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? Actually, I was thinking that we might have brought this up on uh on our podcast. So like I like everyone, I was listening to the news on our way down here, and everyone's talking about the Queen's um service. Oh, her her public servant, public servant. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, like this woman did not ask permission to be in the position she was. She's just taking it. She's ruling the Commonwealth. She's the head of state. She's on our like so if a public servant gets the opportunity to have their face on the twenty dollar bill, I vote for you, Carl. I want your face on the twenty dollar bill. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. Mm, I get it. But yo, you that's a look though. Carl Thomas on the twenty? <laughs> Put me on a hundred instead. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ah, <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. twenties are e- e- easier to access. Because I we are public servants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my like you know like and so but let me tell you something my house is not the size of buckingham palace that's for sure <laughs> you know you know what i mean think of what kind of housing you get it's just so skewed it's so skewed like these lavish it's like at the same time at the same time it's our society right huh? at the same time it's like it's part of society and like you know for the fact like you said she's a monarch there's not much that she does well that she used to do um and i heard an interview and correct me if i'm wrong that um of of prince charles actually he's uh he's a big advocate for climate change um and it was when he wasn't in power and he was saying like how you know like uh he's working with multiple um organizations um trying to put people make people aware of what's going on with the with the topic of climate change and then they asked them uh well what happens when uh you become king would you still be an advocate and he laughed uh that interviews on youtube somewhere and he laughs and he says of course not and they they go like what he's like yeah after that he's like you cannot represent anything you you become the the sole monarch, but you're not as as that person and that position. You're not allowed to take any political um, sides or opinion or 
you have to be like neutral at every step. And I was like, damn. So basically he gets, when he goes into power, he actually has less power of influence, like, which yeah, is he, really insane. It's so, it's so useless. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But yet right. we're, you know, still pay for it. Mm. So what's yeah. going on for you uh, this week? We got like a couple minutes left before we wrap it up. But it was good. It, it's, it's good to see you. This should be like on a, on a regular thing, just like coming in, checking in, and then check out, you know, let the community know what's going on with us during the week. And All like right. always, like for sure, we're, we're always busy. Like that's the thing. We're always busy. When you think we're not busy, we're busy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap it up. Is there anything else that you want to say to our listeners? And I'm going to try to drop this this Sunday so like that we'll have you know, another pod coming out the same week. I guess um, just tune in. And if you ever want to leave any comments on our Instagram or any kind of feedback about how we're doing or if this is helpful, let us know. Also listen to us at CJLO on Sundays at, at 1 p.m. So just tune in to Concordia's radio station, CJLO, at 1 p.m. And you can hear our old and new episode. That's it. And that was uh, our check-in. So catch you soon, Lynn. Have a great week. Yes, you too. All right. Bye. Bye.